0: yeah i made that up with life and business coach kelly jackson we're going to talk about team meetings today and i am not going to offer you a meeting agenda (laughs) i swear that was the thing that the most leaders asked for when i was in direct sales leadership everybody wants to know what to do but As I have mentioned many a time on this podcast and many a time in my Instagram feed, um, it's not about what to do. When you're looking at what to do, you're in the wrong place. Rather than asking what to do, the far more effective question is how you want to think about it because that allows you to show up from an intentional place. Before we get into meetings though, and the little philosophical suggestions I have for you, I have to give a shout out to my assistant, Megan Komar, because today, as of March 9th, when this is being released, is her birthday. And I absolutely adore Megan. Um, She and I go way back. We were college roommates. She is one of the very few people I would trust with my social media login information. (laughs) I trust her with my life and she has done so much to allow me to have this business, to build this alongside my direct sales career and now alongside a coaching career working for somebody else. Um, So Megan, I love you. And I hope you have an amazing birthday. Okay, let's talk about meetings. What are they for? What's the purpose? And who do they serve? I think too few people who run meetings really ask those questions. In the corporate or nonprofit world, probably academia as well, and... Medicine and like any other kind of environment that can mean that days get filled up with meetings that could have been emails or that meetings last an hour when they really only needed to be about 15 minutes. Indirect sales, though, it can turn into a way for leaders to reinforce their own beliefs about themselves or what they want to believe about themselves. For example, maybe you want to believe that you're fun, so you run meetings that are super fun for you with lots of bells and whistles. Or maybe you want to believe that you work hard for your team, so you create intricate plans and then don't delegate anything to them so that it's all on you. Or maybe you want to believe that you're a good trainer. So your meetings are very training heavy with lots of information, checklists, and how to's. And if this is how you're approaching your meetings, building exclusively on your strengths and highlighting what you think is important, I'd like to offer you an alternative perspective to consider. When we ask the questions above, What's the purpose and who do they serve? These answers all point to you. But when you're leading a team, it's often more effective to have meetings point to them. Making sure that when you ask the question, who do they serve? The answer really is them, your team. Not in the justification way of, I want to believe I'm fun, so I'm going to make sure the meetings are fun for them. Because that's really just using them as an excuse to have the meetings serve yourself. And honestly, we can't really know if it's fun for them. (laughs) But to run effective meetings, you want to make sure that they're serving your team. And then from that place of service to them, ask, what's the purpose? And ask this question often. I recommend an evaluation every three months if you're holding weekly meetings and at least annually, if not every six months, if you're holding monthly meetings. This will allow you to continually ensure that the meetings serve their purpose and serve your team. It's been a while since i've held meetings for my direct sales team given that i gave them several months notice before i stepped away from my direct sales business and phased things out over time but i started thinking about this again last week because of a recent career shift i was promoted to head coach within my employer's company so i'm once again leading meetings for a team though these meetings are for a team of coaches rather than a team of direct sellers My approach is the same. I want these meetings to serve them. And I'm sharing this with you in case it's time for you to do an evaluation of your own meetings to ensure they're serving your team. Because here's the most important thing I did in our first meeting. I asked them what they need. For every response, I asked them what it would look like for every proposal I made, I asked, would that be helpful? Or what are your thoughts on that? Now we've already talked about my philosophy of leadership and if you missed that, go back a couple weeks. I operate from a foundation of what I call collective leadership. And what that means for meetings is collaboration. It means frequent evaluation. It means asking questions and really listening to the responses. It means delegating tasks to involve the rest of the team in projects. It means ensuring everyone has a voice that they know they have a voice and that they know their voice is heard. And it's not easy. It's a hell of a lot easier to just make top-down decisions and throw out some rules for people to follow within an arbitrary agenda. But that's where the question comes in. What's the purpose? And who does this serve? I invite you to answer these questions honestly, if you're currently running meetings. And if you find that the meetings are serving you, get curious about that. Why? What would you have to let go of in order to allow the meetings to serve your team? And what are you afraid might happen if you do that? I promise you that it won't be easy, but I also promise that it'll be a lot more effective. Because from this approach, you'll establish a foundation for trust and support within your team. And that is how magic happens.